Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. This is actually kind of funny. This is the second. This is the intro from the intro to the podcast. As I'm posting this, I'm wondering, I've been asking myself a lot of like why I'm doing what I'm doing on the bike. I'm approaching 300 hours for this year, eh, pretty aggressive. I am about to cross 150,000 miles on Strava, which I'm pumped about. And I wanna hit 250 at some point. Um, And also if somebody knows how to easily convert, I'm trying to get files from Training Peaks into Strava and the classic PWX to TCX converter doesn't seem to be working. If anyone knows how to do that, let me know. Because if I get the other two years, 2010 and 2011, before Strava was cool in there, that would help. But anyways, as I'm posting this podcast, I'm like, man, Brennan, maybe you're posting this podcast because you have been asking yourself this question. So I seriously want to preface this podcast with, it's okay if you feel a little lost in your own training and asking yourself, why the hell am I doing this? But Listen to this podcast, and hopefully it helps you if you're not feeling super solid and concrete and stoked. Sometimes asking the questions helps to reignite the fire because I'm getting super pumped for 2022. Hope you have a great day. Hey, guys. Hope you've been doing well. I missed a podcast yesterday. Broke a pretty good streak, but I guess it's going to happen. I had some busy days going through... Last little portion of a big training block before some rest and then heading north to some races, super pumped. And I know I've posted some foofy type podcasts, you know, really asking or hopefully sparking questions that let you have a better grasp on why you're doing this sometimes. And I had a really good conversation with a guy today who was just going through a struggle, Uh, some family things going on. It was a bad week of riding, a lot of missed rides, went to ride today, it's starting to get warmer where he is, just didn't have a great ride, and he's like, man, I don't even know what I'm doing right now, and I really, he's newer to the endurance world, so a lot of you that have been riding have, and training have been through that point of the year where you're thinking, what am I doing right now, why am I doing this? I, as much as I love riding, as much as I love going to bike races, I'm getting so pumped to race with the Velo Brew guys. There are no doubt times where I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing? Like, why am I riding a bike so much? And it has nothing to do with having a business in cycling. And, you know, I'm really, I love working with the athletes that I get to work with along their journey. 
I'm really excited to help other coaches within Evoke to grow their business and have these relationships with their athletes. But at the end of the day, I think one of the easiest things to ask yourself as you move along through your journey in cycling, do you ever pause to just say, why did I start doing this? You know, I can't even imagine life without endurance sports. I mean, I can imagine it, sure. I'm just so thankful that I'm an endurance athlete. And part of this conversation with this guy was talking about the balance that you have to strike when you're an adult athlete. If you're 25 or even if you're 21 or if you're just younger and you are you can kind of wild out and do what you want and you can more easily work a part-time job and you probably don't have kids and et cetera, et cetera, you know, this guy has a job, has a family, has a wife, is going through, has a supportive wife, but you know, she kind of thinks he just goes out and like tools around on his bike, has no real clue of intervals and the mental fortitude you have to have some days for these rides and just everything that goes with trying to crush events. And so I said to him, hey, have you asked yourself why you're doing this? You know, he has a lot of goals besides just doing well at events, but getting healthier, losing weight, being an athlete and being active. And I'll use myself as an example. I love that I don't weigh 215 pounds, probably a little bit more at one point. I like that some of my friends who are also 40 are like, damn, dude, you are in shape. That feels good. I also like sports. (laughs) I like having a sport that I can go play on my own by just rolling down the driveway. I That's the biggest thing that I loved about cycling was it got to a point where getting people together for a basketball game was extremely difficult. Getting people together for a volleyball game was almost non-existent. And, you know, yeah, you can go play soccer in the park at some places, but you always have to kind of organize this a little bit. Sure, you can go shoot hoops by yourself, and I still love doing that very cathartic but it does not compare to being able to go out and roll and ride and maybe you meet someone on the road a really fast group ride a race there's so many people that i've met through cycling that are just incredible humans that i never would have crossed paths with or most likely would not have and it's just driven me to be a better business person it's driven me to be a better son, brother, husband, whatever you want to label yourself as, I would just say, go back to that root question and then ask yourself more so, what are your goals this year? Why are you doing it this year? And are these goals for you or all the, are the goals to impress people around you? Are these goals that you actually really care about? We've talked about on this podcast, going to races that you really want to go to not just the ones that you feel like you have to go to. You do have to go to the one. If you're on a team, you have races you have to show up for. You committed to that. But there's not necessarily peer pressure, but I remember when I was going, trying to upgrade to get my cat one, there are races where you just felt like you had to make the five-hour drive and be there. You had to be at Catskills. You had to be at Green Mountain. Like If you weren't there, it was just kind of weird. Guess what? You don't have to be there. I mean, if it's going to really put a strain on your life because of work or a relationship or whatever. And so some of the stuff seems some, – some of you might be listening to me like, dude, this is so obvious. But it's – maybe you've just been through it before. 
it's not always obvious to the newer endurance athlete or the person who finds endurance athletics when they already have a family. You know, I found this when I was 26. So much different position. I could easily drop a lot of things. I could really kind of cut off some relationships and jump in. It's harder to do that when you're 40 and you're like, oh, this is really fun. And I want to upgrade and I want to do group rides and I want to go on like, I'm going over to Govoro's in a weekend and we're going to have a bro weekend and maybe do a race and, you know, ride a ton. I cannot wait to do that. And it's harder to just drop everything when you have a lot of other commitments going on. But there's ways to do it. And again, go back. Why are you doing it? What are you getting out of this? You wouldn't be doing it if you wouldn't, weren't getting something out of it. And maybe you've squeezed the juice out of cycling. Like, I love cycling. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing it forever. But it's not a forever thing for everybody. And sometimes people... When they decide to leave coaching or they sort of hang it up and the email is usually like, man, I went back and forth and I just, I've got these other things I want to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm usually more sad because I grow great relationships with the athletes, but I'm super pumped. They're pumped about going, doing something else. And they're like, man, I thought this was going to be a weird conversation. I'm like, why? Like you're growing out of cycling. I'm bummed that I'm happy for you. This is what you want. I'm bummed because cycling's losing a great person and I see a lot of potential in you. But you got to love it, want to do it, and be having fun doing it. I mean, the adventure of cycling is hands down the best part about it, meaning going to the races, hanging out with people, meeting new people, setting PRs, trying to get better, finding ways to get better, getting excited about the watts you put out. I mean, I could ramble on and on and on. But ask yourself, figure it out for you. And we'll get back to Watt podcasts. We had a really good Twitter space today. We actually were lucky enough. Scott Bauman came by Bowden, sorry, and chatting in all the way from France. And Alex was there. And so we got through a lot of different things i'll run when i post that um i will give a little intro to give some context because there were a lot of topics covered it was just kind of like a chit chat but yeah if you're struggling with it talk to your training buddy ask him what's up and just talk through it you'll figure out why you're doing this it's a balance for sure